Hello, hello, what your ta- hello everyone. This is the gaming cast brought to you by Hack the Dono. We look a little bit different tonight for reasons that I'll explain quickly, but later on. I am the uh, levitating torso of Ben Rosenthal, and I am joined here tonight on the Hack the Dino gaming cast, where we bring you past, present, and future of video game news by our illustrious techno savvy wizard Anto. Hello, everyone. How are we? Hope everyone's good. This is they weird. Are. It is weird. We're in a weird position. Uh, You may notice that we've jumped back into the remote uh, podcast realm, and that is purely because uh, one of our households seems to have the global bastard uh, rearing its ugly head, and and as to spare the other hosts, has decided that uh, we won't be recording at said house. Um, But the show must go on, unless you're floppy. Uh, because uh, <laughs> Flop, Floppy, Floppy, as you can see, isn't here. He isn't part of the uh, the remote cast of Hack the Dino. And that is because Floppy is on a uh, nearby moon. Not our moon, just a nearby moon. Where he is currently sitting in a big old yellow robot. Uh, go- going at it with a big old beastie. Uh, and uh, yes, yes, I'm, I'm getting the feed now. Yes, uh, Floppy is saying... Get get your hands off her, you B word, something like that. Anto, can you confirm? Yeah, no, I'm getting reports that he's in a power loader, and mm-hmm. there seems to be power some loader. kind of queen that he's fighting. Ah, yes, that B word. Yeah, that one. So, Flop, <laughs> we'll, we'll be giving updates on uh, Floppy's status throughout the show. Don't worry, I'm sure Floppy will be fine. Will be joining us very, very soon in another episode because he's not here. He's on. He's on the move. Anyway, um, hackthedino.com is where you can see all our video game stuff. We, uh, we are on uh, all the social medias. We're on TikTok. Uh, we had a, a TikTok go semi-viral the other day, which is pretty cool. Did we? Um, Nobody told yeah. me about that. No, I, for- I just remembered right now. <laughs> uh, it was the, uh, the Pokemon or a drug, one of those ones. Oh, they were fun. We should do more of those. Yeah, maybe. We'll, we'll see. But uh, yeah, they're going very well. So head on over uh, if you are an old balding man like me and... and want to see what the young kids are up to, head on over to TikTok and like us there. But we're also on Instagram, Facebook, and all those other things cool young kids like to go on. And uh, not so cool older people who like to pretend they're young. Uh, where else can they find us, Anto? I, I, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, well, they're on the older forms of social media. Uh, we're also on Facebook and ah, Instagram cave walls. and Twitter. Yes. Cave walls, um, cave walls. If you say cave, cave walls, that's yes. Yep. Uh, hieroglyphics, <laughs> we're there, walking the dinosaur. Boom, boom, chakalaka, boom. If you're really uh, lucky, you might find us on the side of a pyramid. And Smoke Signals. Catch us live on Smoke Signals, where you can uh, watch <laughs> in the sky and get a uh, diatribe using smoke, or however that used to work. But anyway, Anto, um, what have you been playing? Uh, well, uh, anyone who has been paying attention to the Discord the last week will have noticed that Floppy said happy birthday to me. Uh, it wasn't actually my birthday. It was the birthday of Sonic the Hedgehog. Um <laughs> Sonic great. Origins came out, so I've been playing a lot of that. Um, Do you know I've actually really good about uh, yeah. you and Floppy uh, having actually the same birthday? Uh, you don't forget one of them? Correct! Like, it's <laughs> fantastic, but guaranteed neither of you will know my birthday. Yeah, I don't think you've ever told me, but... No, um, it's yeah, a no. secret. I don't age. Well, it's fair. I wish I didn't age. Uh, anyway, um, instead of talking about my uh, fear of dying and getting older... I've- Always been this bald. <laughs> Since the age of 11. Um, yeah, no, Sonic's birthday. Um, played the heck out of it. I've already platinumed it on PS4 and PS5. You're a crazy person. You're I insane. am a crazy person, but I do love Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, only gripe with it, as uh, Townsy has talked about in the chat. Um, they did sort of butcher some of the music. Um, they couldn't get the rights to the songs for Ice Cap Zone and Launch Base or Carnival Night Zone, which were co-written by Michael Jackson and his producing team. Um, So they replaced them with remixes of the prototype music from the PC version or something in the 90s. And it wasn't great. But other than that, yeah. This is the game where you could purchase them via DLC? Is that right? No. Um, So the actual... Extra DLC stuff was um, for like music unlocks in the museum instead of you having to get alternate music for stages. They just full out couldn't get the in rights the for museum. it. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a weird collection in terms of how it was sort of managed and promoted, but ultimately, if you want to be able to play widescreen HD versions of these games in one place, absolutely worth your time and money if you're a, a platformer or a Sonic fan, especially if you're a Sonic fan. Um, other what if than you're that, not a Sonic fan? Uh, if you're not a Sonic fan, I hmm. would probably say you're good to wait till this goes on sale. Um what if I have? Uh, I, I would rather poke my eyes out with uh, searing hot dildos than play. <laughs> then it's okay. We'll just let you continue playing Mario and other Nintendo games, Ben. It's fine. <laughs> you can call me Buzz. <laughs> what else um, you been yeah, other than that, uh, not a huge amount. I've jumped back into Fortnite for the first time in a few months. Um, ah, good. So, Welcome back. Yeah, thank you. New season, new stuff to do. Um, we still haven't played. We do need to very soon. Yes. Um, Probably this weekend, actually. We might stream it. I can do that before 3 p.m. <laughs> cool. Um, so far, from what I have played of the new season, uh, the fact that you can tame wildlife and ride around on like wild boars and wolves and stuff is really cool. Um, especially because it means you can mitigate the fact that they just attack you out of nowhere and ruin your entire day. Yep. Um, I cannot wait until they bring dinosaurs back in. Yeah, imagine like, riding a raptor around. That'd be sick. Uh, excuse me, what are they? I don't know. Deinonychus? Deinonychus, thank you. There you much. go. <laughs> um, and I've just been continuing the Kingdom Hearts binge um, and playing more of the HD collection because I finished number two. Um, yeah, that's pretty much me the last couple of weeks. I haven't really sort of branched out much more than that, to be honest. Weren't you going to do a Final Fantasy VII stream? Uh, planning on it when I get the PS5 back. Um, Coda is currently playing through Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And having a really good time with it. So I'm just sort of, yeah, I'm happy to let her play through that and do what she needs to. Can you stream the old one? <laughs> That'd be I on the PS4. Stream wouldn't the it? old one. Oh, okay. <laughs> the loading times are insane. Even on the PS4? Yeah, they're terrible. Oh, okay. Well, it's good to hear you say something negative about that game. Uh, I have not been playing much because work has been uh, a thing uh, that I do every day. Uh, but I have been playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles still. Uh, that is such a fun game. I unlock Casey Jones, so that's a, a good time for me as well. He's very powerful. Uh, I'm just leveling up each of the turtles now. Uh, I still love Mikey. Mikey does this thing where he has this sort of... You jump on their heads and he can combo jumps as he bounces across their heads. Okay. Uh, and that's really, really cool. It's really effective. And Mikey's my favorite turtle and should be everyone's favorite, favorite turtle. Um, I'll kind also of... accept Raphael. Yes. Oh, okay. Kind of like the uh, pogo move that Scrooge McDuck has in DuckTales? Kind of, but not like same principle, but not exactly. Um, I've not played much of April, although she's very quick. Um, okay. And Splinter is uh, 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 just a ninja. He jumps around all over the place. But See, yeah, super fun game. Super. Uh, if you haven't played it, you really need to. It's I haven't yet, but I am very uh, pleased to hear that April is a quick character. Um, I mean, looking at the gameplay, it looks like everyone's fairly speedy and, and nifty, but I like characters that are sort of dexy and can move around and attack really quickly, more so than power hitters. So, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's fantastic game. It, as I said last show, it's a, a fantastic homage to those classic arcade games, even to the fact where in the later levels, because last show I'd only played up probably halfway through. I've finished the game now. Yeah, I actually finished the game. What, what's going on in this crazy world? Uh <laughs> Just fantastic. Later levels in the game actually hark back and pay homage to the sequels on the NES, uh, like Turtles in Time and um, oh, some of the cool. other ones. Yeah, so really, really good. I really just love the heck out of it. I can't wait to play more of it. Um, yeah, those, those Turtles need to go into Fortnite. Um, but yeah, I've also oh, been be playing fun. Fortnite. It would We'd be, have to get it? a squad of four together, otherwise it's, this, it's just not going to work. <laughs> I think it will happen eventually. Because, you know, Ninja Turtles with a gun. Makes sense. Uh, I have also been playing Fortnite. I really want that Darth Vader skin. I think I'm on level 40 now. Uh, Darth Vader is at level 100. And Indiana Jones, I think, comes next week. So and he's I will the bonus unlock? Yeah, he's the secret skin. Yeah. Well, secret skin. He's not secret. So Fortnite used to have secret <laughs> skins. Um, what else about Fortnite? There's some other skins that have been leaked. I think Dying Light 2. They're going to have some Dying Light 2 skins coming. Mm, I did see the um, leak for that. Yeah, lots, lots of different things. Fortnite, like Fortnite's the future metaverse. I don't care what anyone says. Um, yeah, just, it, it, it's such a good game. I just love Fortnite's sitting the new Smash. 
It is. It is. Absolutely. Now that Smash is gone, this is uh, taking its... its um, trophy? Sure. Trophy. But up enough the mantle. about that. The mantle. Yeah, everyone has a mantle. Have a mantle on me. Have a Mickey mantle. <laughs> Who's Mickey mantle? Was he a baseball player? You sure. lost me. As soon Good. as you didn't follow up with mouse, I was like, what? <laughs> All right. Speaking of, of mice, they have nothing to do with rumors. But do you know who hates rumors and mice? It's Floppy. Can't stand either of them. And that's because Floppy does nothing but listen to um, people come in talking about rumors each day, every day, all his life. And he cannot stand it. But Floppy's not here. So guess what? We're talking all about rumors. (laughs) Yeah, we're taking control. All right. Uh, Rumor number one, Anto. Uh, Uh, Mortal Kombat 12 is in development. Okay. So the rumor preceding this was that after Mortal Kombat 11, they were going to do Injustice 3. But then the Warner Brother buyout happened, and mm. they went, nah, uh, allegedly. Uh, no, nah, do, do Mortal Kombat 12. So, uh, allegedly, that's on. The voice actor for Johnny Cage uh, shared a photo on Twitch holding up um, you know, himself in front of the big famous Warner Brothers thingy that the Animaniacs live in. Oh, the uh, water tower. Yeah, that one. It was there, and, and like, uh, yeah, so people are saying, oh, he's coming back to do some voice acting. For number 12. Did you play 11? Um, I didn't play a huge amount of 10 or 11. I've, I've briefly touched on it. Um, I know 11 was a crazy success. Um, oh, really? Yeah, like in terms of... Not in terms of like record sales numbers or anything, but it did a lot to bring people back into the Mortal Kombat sort of fold. Do you reckon it had anything to do with the way it was announced? I do you remember so? how it was announced? Yeah. It was a great announcement. For those of you who don't know, it was announced during the Game Awards. And what they had was they had an award for the best sports game presented by Ed Boon. And uh, Ed Boon came out and goes, oh, I'm here to present the award for the best sports game. And the nominees are, and then like this Mortal Kombat logo showed up, uh, showed up on the screen behind him and it, like cut out. And then they showed that hip hop trailer of uh, Scorpion fighting Sub-Zero that was really gory. Mm. Uh, and, pre- and then announced Mortal Kombat 12 at the end. Then it came back and... Uh, Ed Boone just went, oh, I thought it was a bit weird they got me to do a sports award. Anyway, uh, yeah, and, and that's how they announced it. It was really, really cool. I thought it was great. Uh, yeah, because no, as it, it was it a very out. successful game as well. Um, I think it benefited from the fact that, you know, we're now in the era of live service games almost where every game that has DLC is effectively this long-running cash cow and... You know, they brought in like the T-800 and a bunch of other characters. Like there were Ninja Turtles in Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, you know, the fact that they had DLC characters like Leatherface and no, the Predator. Was, uh, the Turtles were in Injustice. Was it Injustice or was it? Oh, Pretty yeah. Sure. No, it would be Injustice, not Mortal Kombat. I don't imagine you'd see the Turtles getting murdered. Um yeah, pretty much. But yeah, it was just because of a DLC run they had. Um, the Ultimate Edition that came out was ported to Switch, which helped its sales numbers even further, which is a technical feat as well. Um, yeah, I think, you know, if 12 is in development, it'll be out within the next couple of years to contend with Street Fighter Six, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. That's next year? Have they announced uh, that? Early 2023, yeah. Oh, you looking forward to that? I'm super pumped for Six. I'm going to really put some time into it and hopefully take it somewhere that'd be great just to uh, uh let people know how good anto is or well, i don't know how good this proves how good he is <laughs> but um anto so far is the only person who's been able to jump on my arcade machine with me and beat me first round so there you go i need to get some more practice in uh speaking of fighting games there are rumors that ea are working on a marvel fighting game now the last time we saw marvel in a fighting game was like uh marvel versus capcom yeah yeah, the last Marvel-based fighting game was uh, Marvel Infinite, I think, with oh, Capcom right. behind it. Yeah, was, was that a, a mobile game? No, that was PS4, Xbox One, I think. Um, right. But it, you know, suffered a little bit because of weird character models and poor graphics and weird decisions not having the X-Men in it at all. Um, well, they could The roster was a bit meh. <laughs> um, oh, that's right. Marvel Infinite. Sorry. Yeah, I, I thought it, I was thinking Contest of Champions. Mm. Uh, that was the one with the, con- the Easter egg collectible edition they had where all the Infinity Stones were in it and they looked awful. That's right. Yep. And like Ryu would get one and have a special power. Yeah. That wasn't a good game. That was not a good game at all. I was severely disappointed with that. Uh, Chung Lee looked awful. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, she really did. As opposed to Street Fighter Six, where she looks fantastic. Like, Everyone in Six looks good. Apart from Ryu, he looks like a big door. Big oh, door really? I think Ryu looks really cool in Six. I think nah. Luke is a bit weird. Like, he's got a weird proportion in his arms, but that's a discussion for another video. Have we had Hoboken confirmed yet? What? Hoboken. 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 Oh. <laughs> Terrible. Um, I think he has been confirmed. Like there have been leaks of his in-game model showing that he he indeed does look like his concept art, and he is a hobo and a broken man. So <laughs> that's going to be interesting. I'm I am actually looking. It's some depth of character. Like yeah, it's going to be good. Broken Ken. Yeah, give me that. I just want to see Violent Ken again. Oh no! Nah, see, that wasn't an official character, was he? He was in. Um, I think it was Capcom versus SNK Chaos. Yeah, but um, so it was never. Timeline canonized or whatever in the Capcom universe, but if they brought him back for this, that'd be cool. He was in uh, Street Fighter Final, Street Fighter 2 Final, wasn't he? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, 100% he was, because you could have um, Evil Ryu versus Violent Ken. Mm. So does that make oh, it He was in the HD Remix Edition. Yeah. 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 Ultra Street Fighter 2 or whatever that came out That's on Switch what, yeah. a couple of years Street ago. The final, the final chapter or something like that. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, okay, so now to the big rumor. Uh, this one's courtesy of Risa Error, those message boards over there. And it has to do with the Switch 2 possibly coming out next year, or a Super Nintendo Switch, or whatever we want to call it. Uh, allegedly, uh, people have found that Nintendo has been buying up components that make the Switch in larger quantities. Hang on, I misread that. <laughs> I was going to say... Nintendo's been buying up components uh, in order to make more Switches in vastly larger quantities than they usually do, uh, even more so than in 2019 and 2020, when we, of course, saw the Switch Lite and the uh, Mariko Upgrade, which was the Switch with the better battery power. So they've been buying up components more than even then. And this has a lot of people speculating, are they... A, buying up parts in order to release a, a super high-powered Switch because the console is five years old now and let's face it, you play a game on there, it chug, does chug a little bit. Or, which is what I think, because of inflation and uh, everything going up in the world, they have simply gone, uh, let's just get all the parts we need now so it doesn't raise the cost price of the uh, console and we end up losing money because Nintendo does not like losing money on consoles. What do you think, Anto? Um, I think that second one is probably the most likely. Like, Nintendo are probably stocking up on components to be able to keep producing the current models at the same sort of... Uh, what's the word? Same sort of turnover per unit. Mm -hmm. um, the third option, however... Oh, there's a third? The third option. This is Ooh. just my guess based on the, the Mariko edition. Um they could very well just be looking at doing a battery upgrade for the Switch OLED. No. No, surely. Surely, <laughs> surely not. That, you're just teasing. No. Uh, it's, it's speculation at the end of the day, but um, what do you think about the name for the sequel? I personally think it would be a really cool throwback if they did call it the Super Nintendo Switch, but I would also not be against them calling it something like the Super Nintendo Switch Ultra Mega Hyper Fighting Mix Puzzle Edition. It's not a Final Fantasy game, Anto. Don't you it's mean not, a Street Fighter game? I was going to say Kingdom Hearts. I messed up all <laughs> those things. Um, I completely agree with you. I would love it if they called it the Super Nintendo Switch. I think that's a perfect name. Uh, I think it has enough brand recognition that uh, people wouldn't get confused like they did with the Wii U. Yeah, um, perfect. But there, I from reports, they've also said that they are very, very mindful that they could stuff this up much like they did with the Wii. So mm. they're being very careful, very trepidatious about uh, what that next console is going to be. Uh, and that's even if they do do another console. <laughs> do do. Um, they could just uh, keep releasing higher and higher grade Switch versions. Like, I don't think they can go back to just a dedicated console, dedicated handheld anymore. I think this, yeah. is, this is what they have to do now. They can't back away from it. I agree. Um, I think if, if they were to sort of backtrack from this hybrid sort of second console edition kind of approach, it would be like committing financial suicide. Um, yeah. You know, like, unless they pulled a huge marketing blitz and actually got third parties on board like they didn't with the GameCube. Um, <laughs> well, it's yeah. starting. Like They it, would it's need like... to... 
pull out something really special to put a console out that is home, you know, entertainment unit only that competes with the current gen and pulls in customers. Like, I, I think it's just not doable and it wouldn't be a sensible decision, but I'm not a business yeah. analyst, so, you it's know. It's a gimmick that they need to keep on going, I think. Yeah. Like, you need to have the, the two-way. It Personally, I love the fact that I can sit on the couch and play my Switch while the TV is being used, or yeah. if I really right. want to, dock it and use it. Like I, I love the way the Switch works. I've never been quite so excited by an announcement than when it was first revealed. That's Sorry. right, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Hack the Dino, where we talk about the most up-to-date information, like how good's the Switch. <laughs> hey, don't judge us. We're, we're video game news of the past, present, and future, right? <laughs> judge us, that's fine. Uh, speaking of video game news of the future, Anto, I think we found our game of the year. Game it's of the year or game of the decade? <laughs> it's certainly my game of the year. Now, let me cast you back to the PlayStation 1 days, Anto. Did you play a little game called Monster Rancher? I did. Tell us about Monster Rancher. Monster Rancher, I believe, was a game based off of an animation, a TV animation. Uh, I don't know if it was an American or a Japanese one. It might have been an anime series. Um, where you collected monsters, similar to Pokemon, except the gimmick was you could put in music CDs and the PlayStation 1, with its CD player technology and CD-based technology, would take the album or disc's unique print and create a monster based on what was on that music disc it was such a weird thing and i remember using dragon force's first album to make a monster and it was really lame and nothing like i thought it would be <laughs> so it wasn't like this giant metal guitar wielding um turtle man or a dragon no <laughs> it could have been dragon yeah turtle dragon like bowser uh well it's coming back with a new game for the ps5 for the switch for the xbox one but with a twist, because instead of monsters, it's Ultra Kaiju Monster Rancher. That's right. So good. All the kaiju that you love and drool over are coming to your TV screen and your console. I've got the press release here. I'm just going to read it out because it's it. so fantastic. We should have some footage up on the screen as well while we talk about there. it. It is up there. Uh, in the latest entry to the Monster Rancher series, instead of using classic Monster Rancher creatures, you'll use monsters and aliens coming from the Ultraman series. And Ultraman being one of my most favorite Japanese series ever. I love Ultraman so much. Uh, in the game, players will create their own massive farm and build it up with the help coming from various monsters. Just like your sta uh, standard Monster Rancher game, you can recruit new monsters by putting in a random media via CD or DVD into the game, but because the Switch doesn't have a disk drive, the recruitment method is different. What do you think it is, uh, Anto? Uh, I mean, I'm going to guess just based on early footage from this trailer that it's going to be Amiibos. And that's one of them. Uh, but it is... <laughs> in this edition, players need to search... Pieces of music by... Uh, oh, I've written that poorly. Basically, it listens to CDs or music. You put music on, the uh, the Switch listens to it and gives you a monster from the different notes that are playing. How does the Switch listen to it? It doesn't have an onboard mic, does it? Well, maybe it does and you just don't know. I bet you feel weird about all those confessions you made to the Switch. Oh, Switch, I love you so. <laughs> yeah, that's all mine is. Uh, you can train monsters to improve their stats. Have them race rivals. You can have Kaiju going on running races. That's so stupid. You can have Kaiju build Ultraman snow sculptures <laughs> and even Spa. It's a fighting game as well. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, you can also fuse monsters to find their ultimate monster. I cannot wait for this. And this was on the Japanese only direct, but it is getting an English re release later in 2022. Yeah, I remember um, there was like an outpouring of support on Twitter, I think, after the direct was uploaded. Um, and the... I think it was the devs were like, "Okay, we hear you. We're bringing it to we're bringing it to Western territories as well." Amazing! I can't which is wait. great. I love it. I am going to play the heck out of it. It just feels like a really really good time. So I got Alien Bolton in it. Uh, I don't know if Rodan's in it, but uh, yeah. Oh, give it to me. Give it to me. All. All right. Speaking of giving it to me, do you know who did give it to me? The internet when when they gave <laughs> me the Nintendo Direct Mini. Now, that was this past week. We all stayed up and watched it. At least I did. It was up half. It started half an hour after my bedtime, so I was a grump, grumpy old man uh, going into it. Now, before we get into it, uh, 
I, like I think many people, were searching for the stream. And all we could find were other YouTubers just going, What's up? It's your boy, Ragamuffin42069. Uh, <laughs> like, share, and subscribe. Yeah, we're going to react to the Switch. Oh my god, I can't believe it, guys. Yo, hover, hover, hover. No, holler, hover. One of the two. I don't know. Young people suck. Um, <laughs> but they just uploaded a video at 1030. That's yeah, all it was. it's very weird. So I... I was confused as hell. I was in our Discord, which you can join by going over to hackthedino.com. Come on in. We're, we're good, friendly, chatty people. Uh, and just said, has anyone anyone got a link? What's going on? I cannot find this stream. Fortunately, Michael Towns, one of our beloved Patreons, provided me with the link to the video. Um, so there's been a bit of furor over uh, whether this was a good or bad idea. Personally, I think it's a great idea because I could skip through things I didn't want to see. Oh, look, Monster Hunter. Skip. Um... If any Final Fantasy came on, it would have been Skip. Uh, and Sonic, you better believe it, Skip. Uh, I'm just trolling you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm shaking my head for those listening on the podcast. <laughs> but those uh, of us... No, I'll, I'll rephrase. There are other people who felt that by not streaming it live, it lost some of the magic and the mystique and the, the appeal. Uh, what do you think, Anto? Uh, it's it's a mixed thing for me. Um I do like the live streams when they happen. I think there is a certain, um, I wouldn't say magic, because that's giving Nintendo too much credit, even though they've, you know, whatever. They've made some poor business decisions the last couple of years. It's fine. Um, In just the past couple of years. You remember the Virtual Boy? Yeah. Um, But no, like, there is a certain charm, I think, that is lost when you don't have, you know, Shigeru Miyamoto popping up and having a translator talk about his next project or whatever. Um... But for stuff like this, where it's just, hey, here's a showcase of games, here's some trailers, but it's it's just been uploaded. Like you said, it's it's nice to be able to flick through uh, and just skip either the stuff you're not interested in or, you know, find the stuff you really want to see to begin with. Um, I was watching it. Uh, yeah. So I, I started watching it and skipped bits. And I was watching it in and discussing it with Michael Towns in our Discord chat. And I was coming across games that I knew he'd love. And I, I just type in there, hey, Townsie, there's a game coming up that you're going to love. Oh, yeah, there's another one. And I called it. He loved it. The one that mm. I said he's going to love, he did love. But let's get into it. Um, so before we start off, uh, this is something that I decided to have a little look into. And you noticed it as well because it's on our run sheet. But out of the 26 games shown, 13 were ports. They so that indeed. is half. That is half of them. So Nintendo's not really doing themselves any favors with this. Uh, it's just a port console uh, type thing. On one hand, yes, it is a port console and, um, you know, you're just rehashing games that you've already played. On the other hand, those games are now, like, portable. So you've got these really, really cool games, which we all get into as we talk about the Direct and sort of react to it. Um, you have the opportunity now to play these classic games from, like, last gen. And uh, take them anywhere with you. What do you What do you think of the whole port situation, Anto? Uh, as in the the switch is a port system, or yeah. just uh, is it justified? I th- yes and no, but like it's a port system. Is that a bad thing? Like we've had several Nintendo consoles where ports either just didn't happen because of a lack of audience. Look at the Wii U, the GameCube. Um, you know third-party support and ports were just completely lacking on those generations of systems, and they're the worst ones Nintendo has ever had outside of the Virtual Boy. Um, I think... Um, I think the GameCube outsold the Nintendo 64. Uh, okay. Um, maybe that's just my sort of... Bias. Uh, not bias. Man. Interpretation of it, because I didn't have a 64 growing up, and, you know. Um, but, like, Ports aren't a bad thing. Like, more consoles that have more games and a wider range of titles to play is only ever a good thing. So, someone complaining that a game that other people are excited about, I think that person's just a miserable, unhappy person. <laughs> On the internet? No. On the internet, yes. <laughs> I refuse to believe that. There's um, nothing but hugs and puppies and sunshine and peaches. I think there is, you know, certain games like, um, you know... I, I think to a degree, porting current titles that are in development to the Switch is probably not doing the Switch any favours in comparison to just porting previous-gen games. Correct. 
because you know like there's no way the switch is going to run a ps5 game at 60 frames a second and look anywhere near as good as the ps5 or xbox versions so it's just going to do a it's not going to do well um um, michael towns in the chat has said that he's really keen for no man's sky uh that game's really good now so portable would be neat picked it up after launch ps4 for 10 bucks so anyone pay 10 bucks for it uh no man's sky i i cannot get my head around how that game will work on the switch yeah that's a really confusing one along with um when it came out doom eternal yeah how the heck did they get that working on the switch hardware i have no idea and of course, they got the whole cloud-based uh, Switch games coming as well, but we don't really have access to that because we're in Australia and our internet See, is the poo. Even if we didn't have that, maybe this is a topic we can do later on. But like cloud-based gaming is just even in some of the best countries in the world still doesn't work properly. Mm. So, speaking of not working yeah. properly, let's get into the whole. Uh, it's a bad segue. Who would have? It thought? was a bad segue. <laughs> uh, the. Games. Now, we, as always, we picked out the games that sort of stood out to us. These aren't all the games that were announced, just the ones that we want to talk about. So, um, no Sonic. Uh, first up, we have Near Automata for Switch, our very first port. Um, you're a fan of Near Automata, Anto? Gameplay style and aesthetic, yes. Um, certain, Not the maid dresses? Certain aspects of the character design, no, because it leans a little too heavy into fan service territory for me. Um I'd say it leans into pervert territory, but that's yeah. I just didn't want to say pervert, but that's fine. Um, I'll do it. I'm I'm the brave one. <laughs> You're the brave one. You're the one who's risking any sort of demonetization in future. Don't um, dox me. I'm not doxing you. Not you. Everyone out there. All the oh. perverts. <laughs> um, it's it's absolutely the sort of game I would play. It's just yeah, like I I kind of want the games I play now to lean more into character development rather than having upskirt shots and maid dresses and that kind of thing because it just makes me a bit uncomfortable and you know it makes my partner uncomfortable and if if a game doesn't check the would i feel bad if my mum walked in on me playing this box then i don't play it <laughs> Fair enough uh i liked it because it came on that showed the uh first bosses in the first area and that's the only t- uh, only place i played it up to so i knew what it was straight away so yay me for doing the bare minimum, which is kind of my motto. Uh, next game we're going to talk about is something that you're very excited about. It's a pack of 10 games coming under the umbrella of Mega Man Legacy Battle Network. Now, these aren't your regular Mega Man games, are they? They are not. Um, so these ones are, to put it bluntly, turn-based Final Fantasy-style RPGs. Um so instead of, you know, action platformer gameplay, which is really difficult and challenging, um, you run around like an open, well, not open world, um, a limited world, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, and the Mega Man characters that you play as and the boss characters are all somebody's avatar in an online world. Um, and for combat, you use data chips to determine what attacks you get. Uh, it's just a really interesting, cool way to play. Um, and the fact that 10 of them are being ported to one system on one cart is amazing. They're all DS um, games, were they? Uh, they started on the Game Boy Advance, and then right. it branched off into DS releases. Uh, I think, yeah, so there were these 10, and then were a whole bunch more that sort of futurized and did, you know, grown-up versions of these characters uh, later on. Can robots grow up? No, but the humans behind them can. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good. Um, Good. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited for this. Like, I didn't get to play more than maybe the first one because in the UK these games were so hard to find, even on launch day. Um, Is the that UK sort Dark of just really gets. No, I think it's just because the UK gets gyps on a lot of video game releases. I don't know what it's like at the moment, but right. when I was growing up there, it was just really hard to find stuff. Hmm. Uh, speaking of hard to find stuff, uh, Pac Man. Oh no, there he is. Uh, so <laughs> Pac-Man World is being remade and this little up-up man is really, 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 looks like I'm holding up cheese, uh, is really, really excited for it. Um, yeah, are you excited about returning to the land of Pac? I gotta say, I never went to the first world of the Pac. Um, I played the arcade port, I played the Sega Master System, uh, game, which I think was called Pac-Man Land which had, like, a 3D isometric perspective. Wasn't that Pac-Land? 
Pac-Land, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I never played Pac-Man World on. I think this was PlayStation One originally. Possibly, yeah. Um, but yeah, I never played it. Um, I might give it a go. It looks kind of interesting. It's a remaster, isn't it? Or a remake? Yeah, it's it's a remake, remake of of remake. Pac-World. Um, Man, they're it doesn't some weird stuff, don't they? Yeah, it doesn't look bad. Is is my take on it? Like, I don't know enough about the original title. That should but be the I'd box. Be keen quote. to play this. Doesn't look bad, Anto. <laughs> That'll sell. Back of the box quote. <laughs> uh, one game that will sell, and probably the game I liked most out of this entire direct, is Blanc. Do you know what I'm talking about with Blanc? Yes. Now, this is a text-free story co-op online and local play game about a fox and a dog uh, in black and white. No text. Uh, you're, you're playing at couch co-op or online with someone and, and you're walking around in a 3D world um, and, and just being a cute old little animal. Uh, I'm really excited about it. Michael Towns and I have decided we're going to play this together. We're Did you get confused between the Disney movie Fox and the Hound? Because I'm pretty sure this is a deer and a dog. Probably. Or <laughs> I'm just that bad at animals. Like, I never had animal crackers as a kid. So I, I never learned what animals. <laughs> so your knowledge what. of animals is limited because you didn't get animal crackers. Yep. True story. <laughs> to this day, I think that a, a fish is a gorilla. So when people are talking about gorillas... Um, see, that joke would have been better if I said uh, I thought a donkey was a gorilla. That would have tied yeah. it back to Donkey Kong and, and been no. a Nintendo reference. And it would have been a lot, lot funnier. Um, let's just pretend I said that and how awesome I am. Haha, <laughs> very uh, funny. Donkeys and Kongs, yes. <laughs> Why, thank you. Uh, February 2023, and it is a console exclusive for the Switch. What Ooh. did you think about this one, Anto? I'm excited for it. Um, similar to yourself, I haven't actually shown Code of a trailer yet, but I decided that it'll be a game that her and I play together because it's <laughs> right up Coda's alley. She's the staunchest advocate for animals and cute things that I know. Um, yeah, it's it looks chill peaceful nice yeah. little co-op puzzle game it looks beautiful as long as there's no it's, hunters yeah, yeah if, hunters. if there's hunters in it as long as you get to like i don't know drop things on from a roof of a building fine but if See, i was yeah. thinking if it's a deer it might have antlers and you can impale them if it's a yeah. male yes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. impaling <laughs> hunters yeah <laughs> call me nintendo uh, <laughs> then we had Return to Monkey Island. Now, did you play any of the original Monkey Islands? I did. I played the first one. Um, I, I think it was the first one. It was the first one I played, Secret of Monkey Island. Mm-hmm. Um, just a really cool uh, click and point-and-click point adventure game. Um, I yeah. played this and, excuse me, I think it's the same developer, um, the original Broken Sword. Um, just really cool stories. Really cool characters. Guybrush Threepwood is probably one of my favorite sort it's of like name. non. It is a great game. He's my favorite oh, sort of like name. Great name. With an <laughs> what N. did I say? You said it is a great game. Did I? Oh, I meant to say great name. Um, yeah, no, it's just he's cool. I I want to see the continuation of his story, and it looks really cool. Like the the art style is very unique. I think this is just going to be a good time. I think it's the original creator coming back to do it as well. Mm-hmm. Because so they made it's... a big song and dance about it a couple of months back, I recall. They did, yeah. No, it's it's going to be one of those I hope it's I hope it's good kind of games, mm-hmm. but I'm going to give it a go day one. Nice. Um, next up, we're going to talk about a game that was finally announced for coming out this year, and I am very happy because it is in my fantasy critic for uh, both the Patreon League and for the Host League. Uh, we should probably do an update on that uh, that league. I think Floppy is hovering around the top in both of them. And I'm pretty I sure I've like lost that. just based on Chocobo GP and Final Fantasy Stranger of Paradise. <laughs> well, that's what you get for liking rubbish. Um, Mario and Rabbids. Speaking of rubbish. No, it was a good game. Uh, Spark of Hope is coming out October 20. Uh, this was... like They took up about five minutes of the tutorial to show us it, which I... Have we seen before? I'm not sure. I don't think we've seen any footage outside of the original announcement trailer. Yeah, so they've sort of done away with the grid light structure, and now it's a, a, a not a sphere, a circle. Like you have yeah. a, an attack area that you can actually attack anyone in. It's not just that grid that uh, we, we came to know. 
Um, then they had a showcase the next day, which we can probably see footage of now. Oh, I have to uh, they announced... through this. No wonder it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> they announced new characters, Rosalina Rabbit, a rabbit named Edge, and Bowser was there right at the end. And according to the devs, there's a reason for Bowser teaming up with Mario that will be revealed soon. What do you think that reason is going to be, Anto? I think it's going to be that he's been replaced by Rabid Bowser, and it's going to be something really simple and basic like that. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> what would you think it was if you're a more imaginative person, Nintendo? What? That was a sentence. Shut up. Uh, Are you asking what? I don't know who I'm asking. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> this whole show's just a shambles. Nah, it's uh, fine. All right, let's talk about Sonic Frontiers. Ooh, yes, please. Okay, that's enough. Um, let... <laughs> that's so mean. Let me talk about Sonic, damn it. Yeah, come on, go for it. Um, I mean, we don't have footage links because I don't think you linked it, or did you? No, I did. Okay, cool. I'm going to pull up the footage. So, just a preface for anyone listening and watching later on after the show has been recorded. Is that a preface? Ben's not a Sonic preface? fan. Preface, preface, whatever. Preface, preface. What, my face before the face? Yes, face before the face. <laughs> it's my um, preface. Ben's not a Sonic fan. I am a Sonic fan. I'm a big Sonic fan. Um, I think Sonic Frontiers looks amazing. Um, footage that's on screen at the moment is taken directly from the PS5 development versions. And now, it's are you sure? Convinced. We had this tour. You you seem to think... Because in our Discord, when I was taking notes uh, in the Dino Discord for the show, I wrote simply, looks bad, man. And Anto took that as meaning um, me having another dig at Sonic. And for once, I wasn't. Um, but from what I was saw, and I've made this argument time and time again, that we shouldn't judge graphics and whatnot on streams because it's compressed and then compressed and then compressed, and we, we get a bad-looking uh, graphic resolution or whatever. Um, but this looked, compared to the other Sonic uh, footage that we saw, that one that people complained about a while back, um, I thought, ooh, this this is not looking good on the Switch. I, if this is running on the PS5 and they're trying to do a similar thing on the Switch, that's not going to end well for anyone. It's going to be another yeah. Sonic Colors. But I you think, seem to think... Yes, go for it. Uh, similar to how, as you just mentioned, Sonic Colors was a bit of a weird one. Um, they were actually initially uh, in the marketing blitz for Sonic Colors on the Switch. They were using footage from the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One versions. And it got them in a little bit of trouble after it launched because Sonic Colors on the Switch only runs at 30 frames a second and I believe at 720p even docked. Um, I think that was fixed with a patch afterwards. Um, but yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that the footage we're seeing for Sonic Frontiers is the same footage we've seen or like the same build we've seen shown off on PS5 and PC and stuff. That is dodgy um, as hell. It's just changing a lot because it's still in active development. Um, some of the effects in this trailer were different to stuff we saw two weeks ago. Uh, like some of Sonic's attacks looked different. Um, it's going to be an interesting one to see how it runs on Switch because, you know, big open area with lots of pop-in, even on PS5 hardware, is going to not do well on an, on this version of Nintendo systems. It is either going to run with lots of fog or it's just not going to run. It's going to be one of those two and it'll probably be bad on the Switch either way. Uh, in the comments now, we've got uh, Dylan the Villain saying, yeah, but to be honest, Ben's not a fan of anything good, which is why I'm a big fan of Dylan the Villain. Um, <laughs> Going to need a burn heel for that one. You, you, you come for the crown, you got to take on the king. <laughs> All right. I was just uh, going to take a dig at you for like an awkward of time, but you know. Well, you go for it. Like, what are you going to say? Oh, yeah, good one for liking Game of the Year and one of the most instrumental gaming uh, franchises of history. Exactly. That's your comeback, so I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> <laughs> what? Facts? God damn yeah. you! Damn God it, damn ben. you with your facts! Uh, <laughs> speaking of facts... Uh, That's another bad segue. We're talking more about simulations now, aren't we? We are. We're talking about that Disney Sims game. Uh, Dreamlight Valley out September 6th. Now, this game, I've just learned, is free to play. When it comes oh. out. Now, you can play it earlier if you buy a Founders Pack, which means you have to buy, obviously, because it's Disney and money. But yeah, this is uh, basically The Sims, Animal Crossing. Uh, you create your own character and you live in the magical kingdom of uh, Moana and, and the Little Mermaid and uh, 
all those classic Disney characters that you you love. That yes, you you love them. I've seen the posters on your wall and roof, you sicko. Uh, Anto, what do you think about uh, Disney Fun Time Deluxe? Um, I think this is going to be popular on Twitch. I think this is going to be one of those games that, because of a free to play nature, will get quite a following um, from Disney fans, streamers, like content creators, that kind of thing. Um, I will probably give it a go. I would too. Not because I have like a huge thing for a lot of Disney stuff. Like I've got some very fond memories of things like Hercules and Tarzan and a lot of the stuff that maybe wasn't a hundred percent Disney all the time. Um, it was. They're all Disney. Tarzan was done by someone else, and they lost the rights to it. No, I think so. Um, but yeah, if I can run around as a human character with Disney characters, yeah. I'm gonna go to my uh, fact checker. Go to the expert. Yeah, <laughs> ask <on>. Jazz. <laughs> Hey, Jazz, Tarzan, uh, someone else's, and then they lost the rights to it, so Disney swept in and grabbed it. It is a definitive I don't know. Uh, Tarzan was created by Edgar Rice Burroughs. That was the original work. Yep. Uh, And it was licensed to Disney by Edgar Rice Burroughs Incorporated. Right. So it's an original story, and Disney bought the rights to license it as a movie and a property, and I think those rights expired, which is why it never made an appearance in Kingdom Hearts ever again. Cool. There's also a rubbish film. Tarzan was... Oh. It was made in France. Oh, see, as an Englishman, I kind of have to hate it now. <laughs> um, um, yeah, anyway. Uh, final Aladdin's thoughts. Best film anyway, so... If I can run around in that world with a bunch of Disney mascots and I can put a keyblade on my character, I'll be even happier. No, you've had already 25.3697 of those games. You, yeah, but that's not enough. Well, you got your third one coming out with a grown-up Sora. That's the fourth cool one. Team. <laughs> anyway, He's paying rent now. <laughs> uh, Dylan the villains um, having a cry. Because I'd take that I'd back. I saw. Oh, it's Dylan. okay, Dylan. I'm on your side with this one. It's fine. You'll be in my heart. Next like one. Cho- like cholesterol. You'll be in my heart. <laughs> Next game. Uh, if you've got high cholesterol, you won't be live. Alive. Oh, wow. That was a bad. Even I know it was bad, but I wanted to try my hand at a segue. All right. Leave me alone. Okay. I'll, I'll allow it. But yeah, live alive. <laughs> um, this demo is out now, and like every good game that they're bringing out now, you can actually play the demo and carry on if you decide to buy the full version. Mm-hmm. I haven't played the demo yet, but I will be over this weekend. I am really looking forward to it. I hope this game goes really, really well, because I think Square have said, hey, we should do more of these. And do you know what else Square Enix own? That is an RPG that has 16-bit characters and would look amazing in this style. Do you Chrono know, Trigger. Chrono Trigger, baby! Please, hey. just... Come on. Give me just like to buy. Do you know how much a Super Nintendo copy of Chrono Trigger is in the box at the moment? Like a you know complete in the box good edition? I'm guessing yeah. somewhere in the region of five to seven hundred dollars. Okay. Take that seven hundred and go seven to twelve hundred. Holy crap, really? Yeah, because it's rare as hell. Jeez. I know, and even the DS games are worth a couple of hundred dollars now. They only came out like eight years ago. It's ridiculous. Just bring out the freaking game, please. I yeah, want more I, just, Kairu. I want another way to play Chrono Trigger other than spending more than $100. Like, yeah. just bring it to... Even just port the PS1 version to the Switch on a cartridge and I'll buy it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you did with Chrono Cross. Like, why can't you do a Chrono Trigger? Yeah. Which I still haven't finished. I haven't finished Chrono Cross. I, I really don't like that battle system. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Live Alive, demo's out now. You should all go and uh, play it. Show it support, show it's love. Give it a big old kiss right on its cheek like it's your grandkid and give it a smudgy like this oh yeah Wait, squish its cheeks just oh you're so cute uh dragon quest treasure out december 9 now this was a surprise we we had no idea what this was anto what's what's dragon quest treasure uh i don't know <laughs> good 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 research um good. i think um based on what i have seen of the trailer that it might be like a spiritual successor to a previous dragon quest series Excuse right. me, called Dragon Quest Joker, uh, which was like a monster collecting game. Cool. Um, well, other than that, cool. I don't really know. Well, it's out to 9, so we can all find out then. Uh, 
then we had the portal companion collection which you know people have been asking this for years to appear on the switch uh if you have not played portal or portal 2 i highly recommend getting this even if you have played it you should still get this this is one of the most ingenious games like portal 2 is possibly one of the best games ever made anto uh i would have to agree um i think the first one is probably Genius. one of the most groundbreaking pc games ever made yep um you know it's it's made using the same engine as half-life which again one of the most influential pc releases ever incidentally i was reading just before uh hackers have already found a way to put half-life 2 on the switch using the, the engine of portal 2 it's That's like it's insane. a bit janky but yeah they've already put half-life 2 on there so like just do that as well guys Come yeah on. i mean there's another plus. reason to buy this right like use the source code to run team fortress 2 even maybe yeah um yeah, I think anyone, as you said, anyone who's not played it sort of owes it to themselves to give these two games a go. Um, even if you're not a fan of first-person shooters, it's not a shooter. Um, yeah, it's, it's, not, a, it's puzzle a puzzle game. game. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, some of the best writing, best characters, best level design in this sort of genre ever. Um, in the chat, people are saying that Cave Johnson, one of the characters in the second game, is one of the best characters ever made. He honestly is. Um, I'm pretty sure he's voiced by... Is it J.K. Simmons? I think so. Um, for anyone who doesn't know who he is by name, uh, he is J. Jonah Jameson in Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. He's also Tenzin on, in The Legend of Korra. I've not watched all of Legend of Korra because I can't get past season 1. Are you kidding? That's the best season. Yeah. Season 1 season 3. Like, season 2 is rubbo, but... <laughs> uh, they got a new movie coming out. They got uh, three movies. They got one on Kyoshi, one on Zuko, and one on Korra coming out. Oh, uh, no, I've got to watch it. <laughs> you do. Uh, oh, it's really it. good. You will okay. like season three is excellent, um, and season four is also very very good. But uh, yeah, season three, oh. my biggest issue is I just I I kind of don't like Korra as a character. Yeah, they fix that. Okay, that's good then. Like they they make her grow and develop and actually become someone you can root for. Cool. Uh, watch Avatar, everyone. Man, what yeah. a great series. Especially the uh, original one. That's my favourite show of all time. Last Airbender uh, slash Legend of Aang, depending on your territory. Correct. Harvestella from Square Enix, or as I like to think of it, Final Fantasy Farming. Final so, Pharmacy? Yeah. No, wait, that's a like different Final, game entirely. <laughs> if you like Final Fantasy and Stardew Valley sort of chewed up together and then vomited out onto a disc, then this is the game for you. Anto. Honestly, I saw this and was just like, okay whatever just either oh. give me final fantasy or give me stardew valley don't don't mix them together i i want to kill monsters or i want to farm not both <laughs> yeah I, I i wasn't grabbed by this it, it was like a uh, i'm sort but of again... in the camp of um i feel like some games try to do too much and i've noticed this as i've gotten older try to do too much or try to cash in too much yes there's a thin line there. I get choice fatigue. I think oh. Floppy may have mentioned this on a previous show, but like, if you go to a restaurant and they've got a menu with 40 items, I'm like, cool, I don't care, I want to leave. If yep. you give me a menu with like seven or eight things on that are solid meals, perfect. Like, Just don't give me too much choice and too many things to do because I will just get tired. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Uh, November 4, that's coming out. Uh, I, I don't think I'll, I'll check this one out. I, it's not my thing. It's really not my thing. And lastly, we had the big old announcement. See, uh, like Jeff Keighley, Sony, this is how you finish off a direct. This is how you finish off something big. You give them what they want. By them, I mean the fans, those rabid fans who have been begging for this, even though they've played all of these games multiple, multiple times. Dylan the Villain, this one's for you. Persona 5 Royale, out October 21. Followed very shortly by Persona 4 Golden and Persona 3. Now, is it um, the portable? Persona 3 Portable? Persona 3 Portable, yeah. The, um, the, the long-standing sort of theory that most people have about why we're getting portable instead of uh, original Persona 3 or the special edition FES um, is that the code for the FES version on PS2 is a nightmare. Like, it is really? barely held together with hopes and dreams. Um, supporting that one would be a nightmare and the PSP version is is like the most complete edition story-wise 
Um, no, was, when I had uh, Persona 3 Fez for the PlayStation 2 that I found for $5, um, it seemed to hold together pretty well as I gave it to someone and they gave me $400 for it. It, it worked out well for everyone, I think. It's, it's probably good we're doing the show remotely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I agree that this is absolutely the way to end a show um, with the re- like the announcement that some of the most critically acclaimed RPGs ever are finally coming to a system people have been begging them for. Like, perfect. Now, I played Persona 5, just the <laughs> base Persona 5. Uh, I loved the hell out of it. Like, just ooze style. Uh, the characters were fantastic. The dialogue was great. The music was brilliant. Like, I loved the whole thing. The Like, to the point where I could remember walking up the stairs to a, a train in Shinjuku and thinking, I've been there. Like that, that's yeah. how close it was. Like walking down an alley and feeling like I'm back in Japan and you know, he lives above a coffee store. Like, um, I've not played Persona 4 Golden or Persona 3. If I were to pick up one or both of them, which one should I play first? Or should I go back and try and um, do Royale? Because I've ha- I have a hundred hours worth of uh, gaming time free. Um, if you've only got a hundred hours, then stay away from five. Oh, really? Because most playthroughs of five if you even if you just rush through and struggle through the fights um generally top out at around 110 to 120 hours jesus yeah um persona 4 uh probably maybe 60 to 80 hours depending on what you do in it um persona 3 portable is probably the most time friendly one Um, the characters as endearing is it as cool I might cause a bit of division in the chat, especially with Dylan here. <laughs> um, Who's going to be think, the favorite after this? I think Persona 4 is the best Persona game. Um, right. It wasn't my first one, but I think it's the best. Um, Why is it the best? I just like the theme of it. It's it's a more intimate setting. It's less... Uh, Persona 5 is very, hey, we're teenagers and we're rallying against the the world of oppression and adults and capitalism and just the grossness that the world just has. Just like me. Yeah. Let's go. Feel like things. <laughs> um, and four is a murder mystery setting. Um, you're playing as a group of school friends who band together to solve a mystery in a small Japanese town. Um, oh, Dylan agrees with me. There we go. Friendship not ruined. <laughs> um, yeah. Four, I think in terms of story, characters, theming, much better game. Um, I think it would be really interesting to see 4 remade in the Persona 5 engine with the sort of level of flair and flashiness and style that 5 had. But I also think it might sort of ruin it a little bit. Um, 3 is fantastic. The music's great. The biggest problem you run into with 3, however, is that it's a very dark story. Um, The way you summon your Persona in number 3 is by using what's called an invoker, or an evoker, one of the two, I can't remember which, um, that is basically a pistol, and the characters hold them up to their heads and shoot themselves in the head to summon their creatures, um, compared yeah, to yeah, okay, tarot okay. cards in number four and five. Um, five, they rip off the mask on their face. That's the one, the yeah, sorry. Five, they rip the masks off their face. Um, yeah. Dylan's just said in the chat, five does get a bit dark sometimes in the story. and Absolutely it does. It does, but not quite to the level of teenagers shooting themselves in the face and dealing with existential dread. Yeah, um, but one teenager does jump off a building because she's being sexually assaulted by the school teacher. So Yeah, so there's a couple of... There's definitely a few things I, I would recommend people sort of not spoil for themselves, but maybe look up a list of potential trigger warnings for playing any of these games because they can get pretty heavy. Yep. Um, I'm going to get all three of them on Switch again, um, which... Yeah, it's just going to be absolutely a joy to play through these games portably. And I'll probably double dip and get them on PlayStation again as well. Well, you can uh, single dip on Sega. Sounded wrong. Uh, Sega has told IGN that they're bringing the Persona and Shin Megami Tensei to TV in a live series. I don't like that. Mm, What do you mean? Cowboy Bebop was great. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. If Netflix are involved, it's going to be awful. I did not get through that series. Uh, so Floppy's thoughts, uh, my take from the direct was it was cool. I'm reading as Floppy has written it here. So if there's any spelling errors, it's him. Uh, I liked it being a VOD, no awkward presenting short and to the point. 
Pause and rewind ability, excellent. Please keep doing VODs. Nothing huge announced. Sonic looks so good. We'll definitely play. Sane with Monkey Island. There's a couple of other things I'll check out. The fox hound thing. The sketchbook thing. Kulv put money on Persona 3, 4, and 5 being there. Uh, I was actually surprised we didn't see Bayonetta 3. That's actually but a good point. But it was a partner showcase and not a Nintendo Direct. It was very yeah, much third parties. But isn't Bayonetta third party? No, I think Nintendo own or bought the publishing rights to Bayonetta because Platinum Games couldn't have made it without them. Uh, That's why it's... Platinum made it and I thought, well, is it though? I think it's exclusive to the same degree that 2 was exclusive to Wii U and Switch for a while before Platinum decided to become their own publisher. Right. But Nintendo okay. have paid for exclusivity of this one. All right, so if you had to give uh, the Nintendo Direct Mini a uh, rating out of 5, what would you give it? I give it a Persona 4 Golden out of 5. Oh, I too give it a 4 out of 5. I thought it was a good time. I, I did like the VOD aspect of it. Um, and, yeah, it, it, there was no real duds. There was no real mm. dulls. There was, oh, that looks interesting. Oh, that looks interesting, but that's not for me. And it was a good pace. Good pace. Yeah, that's that's how um, I think of it. There was a bit of bit of stuff for everyone. Um, you know, it, it covered pretty much all bases in terms of, you know, RPGs, farming sims, uh, cool co-op platformy adventure game in the i'm guessing people are just on the it's a fox train instead of a dog um but yeah blank looks super cool um yeah. the persona announcement was what sealed it for me along with Mega Man. so yeah left it on a high mm. uh tell us what you think of uh the nintendo direct mini by heading on over to hackthedino.com and join our discord or follow us on instagram or any of those things we've been hack the dino and this has been our gaming cast where we talk about the past present and future of video games but this isn't all we do anto hello do you do uh well um outside of this and other hack the dino related things hackthedino.com go to it go go check it out go go um, I've started a new Instagram channel, a oh. channel, profile, account, account's probably the best way to talk about it. Um, true to my pre-existing and forever existing character, I've started a Final Fantasy page. OnlyFans, that's on right, Instagram. you can see Anto over at OnlyFans. Anto, tell us about your OnlyFans. Uh, it's called Only Final Fantasy. Fan <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so I have created an Instagram page called, uh, Final Fantasy. Because, uh, you know, puns are I'm, fun. I'm very proud. And final fantasy in all capitals was taken. Um, yeah, I, I'm just putting up pictures and little spiels about my Final Fantasy collection. Um, I'm going to try and pull it up on here, which I hope I can. Uh, no, save that for your OnlyFans. I don't have an OnlyFans, and if I sure did, you do. would pay for it. <laughs> everyone would pay for it. Sign off in the chat if you'd play to see Anto's OnlyFans. It's just him cooking. Yeah, it's just me cooking in the nude all the time. Yeah. That big old hog. <laughs> Can we not talk about my hog on podcast again? <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so I found it. Um, give Your me a sec. Fan? No, not my OnlyFans. Shut up. Stop talking about my goddamn OnlyFans. <laughs> well, you, you know, you got to promote it, Anto. Otherwise, no one will know about your OnlyFans. So, here we go. It's very new. Um, it's just, again collection stuff that i have uh, i recently picked up the crystal edition of final fantasy 3 which came with a branded ds light that is so nice that is a sexy system and sexy it's packing. really nice uh That's the really artwork good. is amazing um i was showing ben yesterday when we were testing this setup uh the system is basically untouched i don't yeah. think it was ever used it's pristine and i didn't pay a lot of money for it <laughs> And Anto, do you want to tell the people out there what you did? What did I do? Well, how did you play that that DS? What did you do? Oh, um, so I was under the assumption that a two and a half volt rated Australian power adapter for a DS Lite would be fine with a Japanese system. Um, ben has since told me that that's probably not a good idea. So nope. I need to get a backup, excuse me, a DS charger because that's uh, that's a no go just in case it blows up. Yes, we've got you covered. Don't worry about that. <laughs> but um, when I'm not doing this... Oh, sorry, have you finished? What's your OnlyFans? I have finished. Okay, good. He must have been looking at his OnlyFans. 
Uh, when I am not looking at Anto's OnlyFans, uh, I am doing many other things, like putting my collection up over at Mr. Benjamin on Instagram. You can go over there and, and give me a follow and see all the cool stuff that I'm looking at right now. Because I never get to sit in this chair and look at all my cool stuff while doing this show. I get distracted real easy because I've got a lot of cool stuff. So Mr. Benjamin, at Mr. Benjamin. But also head on over to at Bad Game Arts, where uh, I often forget to put bad game up that has appeared in video game history, in magazines and in video games, and uh, put it hurriedly up uh, like five minutes before the show starts. So uh, if we can head on over to uh, Bad Game Arts, I can have a look at what I've put up. And can you tell that I'm stalling for time because I can't remember myself? Good. We are on the Bad Game Arts page. Currently, we are looking at a Japanese magazine cover which has Mario stepping on a normal turtle. <laughs> yeah, isn't that awful? That is Holy awful. crap, Mario. What is going on there? Um, and then the next one over, we have a baseball game from 2020, Future Baseball in 2020. Now, you might look at that and go, oh, it's not that bad. It's got a guy with a big old mouth yelling out and everything. But if you look just to the right of the green baseball player, there's I'm a little sure robot. spines are meant to work like that. There is a little robot hiding there. And we don't have robots in baseball. No, we don't. So you know what I'm saying? Someone's altered the timeline. Mm-hmm. We have to go back. <laughs> back to the future. And finally, a uh, big old chonky dragon. Let's see that chonky boy. Look at him. He's he's eager to eat that jester. He's, he's going to chomp him all up and add him to the, the family that's in his belly. Like a good old dragon person. That's some pretty bad, bad game arts. Bad game arts. <laughs> bad game arts. But bad game arts. Remember, bad game arts. Because bad game art was already taken, so bad game arts. S. Did we talk end. about Kickmaster? Oh, we've talked about Kickmaster a whole oh, bunch. So, and bad. if you like Kickmasters, head on over to Anto's OnlyFans, where he can kick your master or make you a master. He, he can be your master of the universe if your universe is your penis. <laughs> I don't have an OnlyFans. Stop. <sighs> 